0: I wanted to say hot off the plane, like hot off the press and make it cool. However, I'm neither of those things, but I do have an absolutely jam-packed episode for you today because I am hot off of (laughs) such a cool trip this weekend. And I wanted to share my experience with you because there were so many takeaways. This one's going to be jam-packed for you. Welcome to the Wicked Fearless podcast. I'm your host, Madison Ciccone, speaker, author, and for the better part of the last decade, I've been riding a bike at a little place called SoulCycle. Maybe you've heard of it before. Each week, I bring you solo inspirational episodes, pep talks, as well as interviews with fellow fit pros, athletes, entrepreneurs, spiritual gurus, and a little bit of everything in between showcasing how it's not the absence of fear in our lives, but the ability to go toe-to-toe with it daily and take brave, bold action when it comes to creating a life that we crave. Real, relatable stories, not only from my own personal life, but from my guests as well, about the twists and turns, the pivots, the roadblocks, and all the places they had to go to take them to where they are now in their lives. Tactical tips, tricks, and takeaways for you to get out there and start living your very best life. Seatbelts on and let's do the damn thing. Hello pod squad. Welcome back week after week. I say that, but it does mean so, so much that y'all return every week. And before we get into it, I just wanted to ask a favor of you. If you are a frequent flyer of the Wicked Fearless podcast, it would mean the world to me. If you could take literally three minutes, I don't even think it'll take three minutes to rate this podcast, as well as leave a comment or review. I know it sounds really silly and like, why, why? But it helps the podcast so much. And if the goal is to impact more lives and get into more ears and listeners, it definitely does make a difference when it comes to Apple podcast reviews and how podcasts are rated and pushed out into the universe. So that would be amazing if you could do that. And without further ado, let's talk about the weekend that I just had because while it was really, really awesome and and so many things for me, I think I got so many awesome takeaways that I wanted to share because I think I had a lot of really big breakthrough moments of how to explain things differently or what it looks like to actually write down the goal or the dream and have it come to fruition and just really kind of come back and share so much of the goodness that I received and hopefully be able to send it out tenfold. So I ended up back in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is a little bit of a running joke with some of my friends because I feel like everything happens in Scottsdale. It's the, it seems to be the entrepreneurial hotbed, especially in the coaching space. That's where a lot of masterminds are. It's where a lot of conferences are. It just seems to be the thing. So here I am on like the only American Airlines flight. There's like two a day or whatever that go out and I'm back there and I go back to Arizona and this was my fourth powerhouse women event which is a massive women's conference put on by Lindsay Schwartz who is my mentor and coach and it was just really cool full circle moment because I wrote in my journal on 9 15 2021 at my first in-person powerhouse women that I wanted to speak on stage Powerhouse Women. For those of you who do not know, 2023 was my year that I committed to myself to say, I want to speak on more stages. So full circle moment, I was invited to speak on stage for the Women to Watch panel, which was so cool. And it was such an honor. And I really had the best experience ever. I got to see so many of my friends that I've met from all over the country that I have businesses completely different than mine. However, they share the same experience in trying to grow, build, scale, community, all the things, which was really, really cool. And I highly suggest if you've never gone to something like this, if you've never gone, you should go. What was different about this year too is two years ago when I went in person, I had Scott with me and this time I went alone. So the stakes were a little higher and I had to really work through my own anxiety and kind of like scaries of not only just traveling alone. I don't know what it is actually lately, but when I fly alone, I get really anxious and nervous. But when I'm with people, I'm not. It's such an odd thing. I've been trying to really figure out why, because it's totally random. Like why? <laughs> it's not like anything ever happened. Like why am I, it's so something about, and I like, have no problem being alone. I actually so many people message me and they're like, I love that you do these things by yourself and you go horseback riding or you drive here, or you go here and you're brave. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm I'm brave, but I also feel like and I will quote what I said on stage at Powerhouse. My heart's going to fall out of my butt. Like that's that, that is me at any given time of any given day. So Anyway, some of the subjects that came up this weekend that I really wanted to share, some of the wealth of knowledge I wanted to bring back and spread were a couple things. So of course, my questions were based around confidence since I am a confidence coach and it's kind of my jam to talk about confidence, but I really feel like confidence is kind of wrapped up in a lot of different things, right? So when you hear confidence, it's like this overarching thing. And I actually, this is what I planned to say on stage about confidence. But when I got on stage, something totally different happened as it does, because we get these divine downloads, or I at least have these very divine downloads that are clear of like what I'm supposed to say in the moment because of the environment I'm in or what I heard or whatever. This also happens to me at Soul Cycle. I never plan what I'm going to do. I just go in and, or if, let me retract that. If I have a plan around a subject or something I maybe want to noodle on or kind of chew on or weave in throughout the songs of class, I guarantee that something will either happen or come up for me. And then I just speak from the heart. And that's usually so much, that is usually well received, so much so that I've always trusted that above planning everything to a T. So this is what I actually plan to talk about because I feel like confidence is, you know, it's very challenging to dissect because there are a lot of different parts of it. Um, And I think everybody feels differently about it in different ways. But the way I was going to describe confidence, how do you be more confident in your personal and professional life in your business, whatever, I feel like confidence is the great and powerful Oz. It's like the big overarching thing. Like, oh, confidence, confidence, confidence. Oh my God, what does it look like? Oh, the great and big powerful Oz. And in actuality, confidence, what it is and how it's made up of is the man behind the curtain. And the man behind the curtain is bravery, courage, authenticity, and vulnerability. Now I know those words are super buzzy. What do they mean? So the ability to show up brave in your life and be super courageous to share your stories and experiences makes you super relatable. When you're super relatable and you're super honest with who you are and your stories, that's what makes you authentic. I interviewed a newfound friend of mine, Vasavi Kumar, and she's gonna be on the podcast next week, about just her life and everything. She and I I said, She's you're so cool. And she was like, Am I? Like, what? But what I think is the cool factor in people is their ability to just be themselves. And that really comes from a deep inner sense of self-knowing, worth, and trust. And you can only get that when you really own your story and you own all the different parts of you, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. So that was kind of my original idea around confidence because I think everybody's like, well, how do you gain it? What do you do? Like, oh, like, Is it attainable? I It's the currency that never goes out of like out of print. It's the money that never goes out of print because everybody always would like more of it. I don't think I've ever heard, and myself included, like, nah, I'm good. I don't need more confidence. It's like, of course I do. Whether it's self confidence or it's confidence in a skill set or subject that I'm interested in or whatever. And so there's kind of like two different ways. Self, it's self confidence, and then there's confidence in. X, Y, and Z, in an extrinsic thing, maybe that you're working on or you want to feel, or you're doing, or a skill set. Like there are two kind of prongs to confidence. So they're inside stuff and then the outside stuff. The outside stuff is like, you know, I want to get more confident at I'll give you an example teaching a soul cycle class great well guess what you have to go do that soul cycle class a hundred thousand times until it's literally like you could do it with your eyes closed your hands behind your back the power goes out you could do it in a tent outside yada 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 you get me there there's that outside source. And then the inside source is really like the self-confidence. That's really that inner work, that knowing yourself, owning your stories, being relatable, not being afraid to put yourself out there. You know, you hear that over and over again, till as old as time, put yourself out there, just put yourself out there. You're like, well, how do I do that? And I think that really starts with undoing. So this, is where the divine download came in. Throughout the day at Powerhouse Women, I listened to all these different speakers and literally everybody noodled on confidence. Absolutely everybody noodled on confidence. In some way, shape, or form, it was the golden thread throughout the entire day. And I was laughing because I was sitting and I was trying to not forget about what I wanted to say when I got up on stage, which I didn't even get up until three o'clock or later actually. So it was really trying to manage my own insides, my own mental chatter throughout the day and be super present and be like just an absolute sponge for all this amazing, 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 amazing information, conversations, all the things that were happening. But throughout that, because I kind of sat back and actually allowed myself to not be so obsessed with what I was going to say, that's where the divine download came. And that divine download looked a little something like this or sounded a little something like this. There were several different speakers throughout the day. And I kept hearing words like, stop editing yourself don't be so performative. Don't be so perfect. Perfection, you know, all the things around perfection. Overrate it. People want to see the unedited version of you, the unscripted version of you. And I kept hearing un, like the undoing. And this is very similar to what I said on when I spoke. But I feel like A lot of our self-confidence comes from the undoing of what we've been told or what we've been given or what we've been on the receiving end of someone else's opinion or limitations in their beliefs. And it's the undoing or the unlearning of the programming that says, I can't or who are you to do that? Or why you have no business doing that, et cetera, et cetera. It's really the undoing of the tiny mad ideas that got placed in our head throughout our lifetime, whether it's from when we were children, whether it's from wherever in our life, that someone said something to us that changed our narrative into hearing their narrative and their voice louder than our own voices. That was really essentially one of my biggest takeaways that I kind of conjured up out of listening to a lot of other people talk about confidence and how to show up as that better version of you, that best version of you, that real version of you, that real relatable version of you that people really see and can learn from and can grow with and want to invest in all of that stuff. Who were you before someone else told you who you aren't? Right? Simple, not easy, but who were you? One of the women that was on stage with me, her name is Dr. Emily Jacobs, and she didn't have any idea, and I didn't have any idea at the time, but there was a little girl. Now, let me paint the picture for you, okay? The room that we're always in for powerhouse women on one side of the kind of auditorium or giant ballroom space we're in is floor to ceiling glass windows. And so I was in the front row and I could see out these big glass windows and there was a little girl in this little dress with this like little tutu thing on and there was music playing because one of the speakers was walking up or there was something going on where there was dancing or there was music and I could see very clearly this little girl kind of like dancing and like playing and having fun outside the, I wanted to call it the arena. That would be really, you know, on brand for the whole experience, courage, all that stuff. But outside the the ballroom where we were doing this, and unbeknownst to me at the time, it was Emily's daughter. And my thought when I was watching her and we were having these conversations is like she would never talk to herself the way so many of us in this room are talking to ourselves. It was this very full circle moment of watching this little girl dance and kind of, she was like doing her little thing over there, just so oblivious to any harmful voice that would say you aren't something or you can't. There was very little undoing happening there because it was untouched before. It was not affected by other people's voices or other people's opinions. And that we see that in children a lot, right? And so So much of what I said when I was on stage had to also do with seeing that little girl and saying like, well, she wouldn't talk to herself like that. And that's the way I think so many of us are, right? When we hear something in our head, a voice, I guess the best question to ask yourself this week, is it your voice or is it someone else's? And if it's someone else's, how do we change that? How do we go back and kind of shift the reprogramming that may have happened? Because again, someone planted a tiny mad idea in your head that told you who you were not. And in turn, that kind of changed things for you. I don't want to talk about the Barbie movie, but I really think about it in that programming. Like she's got to go get reprogrammed or redownloaded. I forget what the thing is. But that is so much of what this is, right? Confidence is really the undoing. The reboot almost. Of the original, right? I feel like we've all had those toys or things in the past, and even like your phone. I mean, the phone is the most obvious example, but I feel like maybe you had a toy or a doll or something and you could, you could revert back to the factory programming where it would just go back to the original, And I feel like that's almost the factory programming is who we are, who we were before all the other crap got in the way. So it's almost like when you have those voices in your head that aren't your own, you have to almost override them and like hit a button and go back to the factory mode. I think that's like the God mode, the divine mode, how you were made Um, instead of all the crap that someone else told you or put on you, or opinions, or things that were totally negative and made you think otherwise about yourself. Right? Crazy concept. I actually just Googled, you know, Google is the best friend, Google University. What a factory reset is. And it's often done to fix an, an issue on a device, but... It could also be done to restore the device to its original settings and our original settings, because I believe we were born perfectly in the image of the divine. If we go back to our factory settings, there was no voice in our head that told us we were anything other than worthy and loved. Hmm. I'm going to leave you with that today. Some interesting thoughts and musings, very introspective, right? Sometimes we go and we listen to something and then we didn't know it had such a deeper, a deeper <laughs> like wealth underneath it, a wellspring. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I got for you this week. I hope you can kind of sit back on the beat as I heard one of my girlfriends say over the weekend, And really think about what we talked about today. What else? I'm still in the middle of launching my ninth round of Wicked Fearless, which is my 12-week confidence course. If working with me beyond the podcast or the bike or whatever sounds really appealing to you, I would love to talk to you. And I'm offering 30-minute free discovery calls if you're interested, you can always message me on Instagram and or through the website and my email. I would absolutely love to talk to you. We're going to be starting October 3rd. That is our official kickoff. It's a Tuesday and it will run through the end of this year. So if you're looking for some accountability and some spiritual running buddies and of course maybe getting coached and mentored by me, yours truly, and it sounds like this might be for you, I'd love to chat. Beyond that, if you got anything cool from this podcast, or it just kind of like made you think like, "Mm," I love when you tag me and you say I was walking my dog or I was on my lunch break or this, this thing you said really blew my mind bad. I just love interacting with you. That's totally why we do this is to create community and to see the impact out in the world and and then see how it ripples and where it's shared and all that so definitely don't be afraid to chat with me it's one of my favorite things and yeah until next week may you always be joyful loving and above all else fearless